both because I was paying, like, I was the most lucid during it, and mm-hmm. because I feel like the most, um, the first three episodes were pretty much just kind of, like, setting up this world, mm-hmm. and then yeah. the fourth episode is when all the wacky <laughs> shenanigans started to occur, yeah. and the fourth episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer is the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever seen with my fucking eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's pretty dumb. Yeah. It's pretty dumb. So hi. So hi. Welcome to hi. No Exit. Welcome to No Exit's first Buffy show. Buffy show. Buffy bow, show bow, one. Bow. We, that's right, we watched the cult classic, Buffy the Vampire Buffy Slayer. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, we watched Slayer. the first um, four episodes uh-huh. of Buffy. I have seen, um, previous to this, I have seen, I think, five seasons of Buffy. Okay. And Hannah, I think you said that you've seen, like, episodes here and yeah, there, kind I've of. Yeah, I've just seen, like, sporadic episodes throughout the time of my life. Like, there was a period of time when you were still cutting hair at your house. Mm-hmm. When you were re-watching it, and oh, I yeah. uh, mm-hmm. saw a few episodes, and then... Henry was w- either watching it for the first mm-hmm. time or re-watching it sometime within the last year. And mm-hmm. so I saw one or two episodes while he was, like, watching it in the living room. Gotcha. So I've probably... And then just, like, I've been alive since 1993. Right. So I think just mm-hmm. through, like, pop... And, like, I've seen a lot of, like, gifts and what have you on the internet. Mm-hmm. So through sheer pop culture osmosis, I have seen probably, like... 10 total episodes of Buffy okay. and know a decent amount about the mm-hmm. like references and yeah. and what have you with Buffy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think that I should state that I didn't watch this show as it was airing. Ah. Um but however, there is um a uh, member of the podcast family who did and that was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> my father, Lou Warzone. <laughs> yes. Uh, was a really big fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He really uh, he thought it was really funny, um, and uh, and he watched it. And then I always knew that I would like it, and I just didn't get around to watching it until like I don't know five years ago or mm-hmm. so. Um, so this is my second time watching through um, Buffy. And if we get into the later seasons, um, the last two seasons, it will be my first time watching them. So um, so we watched. Um, the first four episodes of Buffy, so we watched um, the uh, two-part pilot, I think it is. Um, so we watched Welcome to the Hellmouth, The Harvest, Witch, and Teacher's Pet. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically we watched the pilot, and then we watched two Monster of the Week type episodes. Um, Hannah, what are your initial thoughts? <laughs> um, I think I can uh, see... How, why people love this show and mm-hmm. how it is going to get, if not better, then like I will have more investment in it. Um, my initial thoughts are it's not the most engaging television <laughs> I've ever seen, which is kind of yeah. fine because mm-hmm. I, I just appreciate the space to watch it from a non serious perspective and mm-hmm. like because you don't have this like big nostalgic emotional attachment to it Mm -hmm. that a lot of people do. I feel like it's the perfect Uh environment. Yeah. I'm not super invested in you loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I, because I solidly like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I like, uh, 
I so I think it's I, I think it's pretty dumb, but I like the opportunity to. It's really low mental uh, mm-hmm. investment, which is yeah. kind of a, a necessity for entertainment for me right now. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it is funny, not always on purpose, yeah. and sometimes on purpose, sometimes on purpose. And I enjoy the ability to sort of. Uh, mystery science theater style Mm -hmm. riff over the top yeah it's very it's especially these early seasons are so campy yeah oh yeah it's just it's over the top and wacky and yeah i mean it's fucking buffy yes no yeah yeah (laughs) Um, it's like very like early like joss whedon quippy yeah and it's like the first couple episodes so it's like the acting's not super stellar just yet um don't at me it's uh, not. It is what it is. It's um, bad '90s sitcom acting. Yeah. It's not all that good. Yeah, it's bad um, '90s sci-fi. It's bad. It's bad Monster of the Week acting. Is what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like Xena mm-hmm. isn't known for its excellent acting. <laughs> it's actually very known Although. for its terrible acting. <laughs> but except for Lu- Lucy Lawless, well, bless yeah. her. Everything yeah. she touches turns. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 I just, I want to be Xena so badly. I want to just wake up in my bed one day and be Xena Warrior Princess. I really hope that for you. <laughs> I really want that for you. You deserve it. You're a good person and you deserve to wake up and one day be Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the fourth anyway. episode, the fourth of the, the episode we just watched just now. Mm-hmm. Which was the praying mantis episode? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, teacher's pet. Teacher's pet was really bad. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I don't know if enjoyment is the right word uh-huh. for it because it was both, as we were, as you said, incredibly unsavory, <laughs> and it was just like a really poorly written episode of television. Yeah. And the number of logic jumps that mm-hmm. had to take place, like, which I'd no- never, I would never have thought about that because yeah. I'm just like, I'm very just present with the 90s-ness of it. Like, sure. I'm someone who loves X-Men the Animated Series. I'm someone who loves gargoyles. Oh, I love gargoyles. And, yeah. I love gargoyles. I'm not talking about which the, is, like, but- I'm not talking about the, like, I'm talking about, like, within the universe, mm-hmm. that episode doesn't make any sense. Because okay. it doesn't make any sense to me that, I mean, I guess that Xander was, like, tricked by the hormones, and that's mm-hmm. why he didn't, like, right. believe Buffy. But uh-huh. By the pheromones. Yeah, by the pheromones. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't make any sense that, like, it just felt like the show was really trying to hammer mm-hmm. home this praying mantis thing that didn't, uh-huh. it was weird that, like. Maybe there, you should just, like, quickly, like, briefly summarize the plot of that episode. Oh, yeah. There's mm-hmm. a ho- really hot substitute teacher that turns out to be be a, pra- a giant praying mantis. A giant praying mantis. And uh, Xander Who preys on virginal young men. Young men. So Xander gets mantis napped to her house mm-hmm. and then she like flirts with him and serves him alcohol. Yeah, which is drugged as it turns out. Uh, yeah, it's drugged. Yeah. It's very unsavory. It's extremely uncomfortable to it's watch. It's very, yeah, it's it's kind of, it's like vaguely upsetting. Mm-hmm. And uh, then also there's this vampire, this like Hashley and Slasher motherfucker vampire mm-hmm. who has a um And he's set up to be hand. the monster of the week. He's so like the to, very beginning yeah. of the episode Angel shows up at the cu- at the club and gives Buffy his jacket, and they have a stilted, awkward conversation. And he's got this big these big gashes on his arm. Yeah, and Buffy's like, "Oh, what happened?" And like, then they're joking about like a fork man or something. Yeah, and so yeah. Buffy goes out to hunt the like fork man, who turns out to be this like 
oh, big badass vampire with like a claw on, like a claw apparatus, like Wolverine style on one hand. And then this character has nothing further to do in the plot nope. until Ow. like 30 minutes later. Yeah, and well, it's not even, he's not even necessary to the plot. He's yeah. just, an, he's the, a prop. He's yeah, an exactly. He happens it's, to be there. It's like that, that character is the MacGuffin of this episode yeah. almost. I mean, he, like, a, a dousing rock, or like yeah. an, a, an object, mm-hmm. a compass, anything. Some yeah, haunted compass, or just whatever. having her address. Yeah, could have easily, have like, like there was no there was, reason yeah. for that whole sequence to There's occur. no reason for that character to be in the show. Yeah, there's no reason. Except for... But for Buffy to be like concerned that Angel is wounded. Yeah, no, it was pretty. It was that was so shoehorned in. Yeah. It felt like they assigned somebody to write mm-hmm. the episode, and then two people accidentally mm-hmm. wrote two different episodes, and then, <laughs> and then they like, like they dropped all of the papers in a big pile and said, "Oh no!" Oh, and like can't figure out what scrambled to pick up their papers, they and then the two deadline. episodes were mixed together. Yeah, and they had a deadline, and so we ended up with this turd of an episode. <laughs> I just like I also I also want to since we're we're talking a little bit about Angel it's like Angel's character I'd completely forgotten this because I've seen a lot more Buffy now that in the first two episodes that Angel is such a fucking douchey tool because yeah. in most of the rest of the show he's this very like quiet sensitive type but he's such a dick in the first couple episodes yeah it's like he's we're, such yeah. a douchebag he's like a he's like a mysterious douchey non-entity yeah. like there's yeah, just exactly. no reason and it's just it's and like it's like I wasn't paying attention to that the first time because I was like who is that yeah fair I am just like, maybe I think, I know I'm being too, and here's the thing, I'm not being actually hypercritical of it because mm-hmm. I, I will still watch it and I don't care that it's mm-hmm. a, a turd a of a show, <laughs> but like so far I understand why it's so well beloved, especially mm-hmm. from a nostalgic perspective, but I'm like, y'all, the first season of this show so far, this isn't a good television show. <laughs> not, yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. The first two episodes, I mean, the pilot was actually, I don't know, this episode was just really bad. This, yeah, this episode. Episode happens to be the so, one that we yeah, capped it, off on. It's it was real unsavory. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't watched so this episode, written. Teacher's Pet, in a while, sit down, watch episode uh, season one, episode four of Buffy, and tell me, like, yeah. really watch it and pay attention, and tell me you don't want to throw up in your mouth just a little bit. It's just it's pretty disgusting. It's, yeah, it's really. It, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, unnecessary, yeah. and this was before the so whole um the whole um media picked up the story of like uh female teachers sleeping with their male students. This yeah. is before that. Yeah. Um. So especially so in that retrospect. wasn't yeah that wasn't a thing in the cultural zeitgeist yet. Yeah. But now that it is it's very it's like, uncomfortable <laughs> especially since you know that these are juniors and yeah. that they are 16 mm-hmm. it's at the oldest not, 17 yeah they're certainly not at the age of majority yeah so yeah it's it's um, it's yeah and even so ew yeah even if they were 18 ew yeah you're a substitute teacher it does yeah it doesn't matter and it also yeah. doesn't yeah it doesn't really matter if somebody's like technically adult an adult yeah it's like if a 30 year old is sleeping with a 19 year old mm-hmm. that's weird yeah. i think you know if mm-hmm. like a 25 year old substitute teacher was hitting on an 18 year old that would still be weird yeah that's because it's you just, because you're the teacher. You're, exactly. You're the <laughs> teacher. And even if this person is mm-hmm. legally an adult, they yeah. are a high school student. Okay. Here's another question about this episode. So this uh, this praying mantis lady takes over the, I- the identity of a 90-year-old woman 
who is a former substitute teacher, in order to be a substitute science teacher, why? <laughs> why is she at the school at all? Does she to not? Hunt. But why does she need to be there? I don't like, know. She could go to like a bar. And yeah, she could go to the effort. she could go to the bar where the fucking teenagers hang out, like Angel did. Yeah, <laughs> maybe because it's on that. Here, this here's what I would say if I was giving this episode mm-hmm. any credit at all for any part of it having been thought through even a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would say that maybe because the school is on the like the school itself is right on the hellmouth mm-hmm. that there's like enough. She's, like, drawn there by the magic gotcha. energy or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, like, gaining power from it or something. Yeah, who knows? The, episode, the, the reason that I actually think is, I don't know, they didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. They didn't think about any of it. Somebody <laughs> was just like, what if what if this happened? Mantis hot lady. And everybody yeah. was like, brilliant. This, this sounds like cocaine. something that somebody proposed as a joke, and then it got green-lighted, and then they were like, oh shit, I have to write an episode yeah, about this. Or something. Here's the thing. The other the other um context that I need to provide for everybody and me watching this show is I despise Joss Whedon. I hate <laughs> I hate his stupid fucking mediocre white man aesthetic, and I mm-hmm. hate his quippy dialogue. And so there are going to be things that are just like Whedonisms that mm-hmm. I won't forgive because I don't think Whedon is a supportable mm-hmm. style that I enjoy. Yeah. I think it's white male yeah. mediocrity at its best. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Buffy yeah. in general is white male mediocrity. Mm-hmm. I see, but, but I'm saying Joss Whedon, the like cult yeah. of Whedon. I, I feel that because, you know, I like I like Buffy and I, I used to like Joss Whedon a lot. And now that I've seen a lot more of his shows, I've watched, you know, five seasons of Buffy. I watched um, uh, Firefly. I watched Serenity. I watched and I watched most of Dollhouse. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Interesting. Um, and I'm just over it. Like, Only I'm you. Just, I'm over the um, I'm over the Whedonisms. Yeah. But in Buffy, it's like, you know, that. That's where, like, he was just developing his yeah. style, so I can tolerate it in yeah. Buffy. But it's definitely to... like, like Sarah Michelle Geller in these four four episodes has not yet figured out how to deliver the yes. Whedonisms. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the There's acting just isn't there yet. Dialogue. Like, I know yeah. that the acting will get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are people yeah. on the show. The, the everything will get better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are people on the show, like the guy who plays Giles, who like are clearly mm-hmm. actual established actors who are mm-hmm. just so yeah. mu- so clearly know what they're doing so much better than yeah. some of the other people <laughs> on the show. The people playing the kids. Yeah. Which who, like, all of them were like in their 20s at the time. Mm-hmm. Not a sing- I've said this, not a single part of me looks at Mich- Sarah Michelle Geller and mm-hmm. believes that she is 17. Like, mm-hmm. to me, she just I think has she's a- supposed to be 16. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair. That she has a face. But either way, she doesn't look like a kid. No, she has she a looks very... like an actor, pl- like an a, a young adult actor playing yeah, a kid. Yeah, but she her face mm-hmm. looks solidly over the age of twenty for mm-hmm. me, which is fine. I know again, I know I'm being extra critical because I hate Joss Whedon so mm-hmm. much. But and I'm trying to look at it through the lens of like I understand that this is like the origin of the Whedonisms, mm-hmm. but yeah. I still don't like them. I think they also the. The, like the look of like I'm a young adult actor playing a teenage character is similar to how like in anime it's like it's just conventional to have um women voice the uh the young, like young male young characters. Boys, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not that bothered yeah. about the actors. I had mm-hmm. sort of my thought yeah. pivoted midstream. That's okay. Back to That's all right. That's I, fine. The, uh the but. like the just the mm-hmm. Joss Whedon. Yeah. But like I said, I am at the very at bare minimum, I am enjoying watching this mm-hmm. show and like riffing on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying the thing that I always enjoy, which is like 
finally I will be this is a thing that I will have seen and mm-hmm. nobody ever has right. to tell me to watch Buffy ever, ever again. again. It's like you've watched Buffy and produced content about it. Yeah, I've watched um, Buffy at there's, there's evidence about it. Yeah. There's there's evidence that can be used in court yes. <laughs> that you have seen Which Buffy. Which is part of what's so great about this podcast in general mm-hmm. because everyone who knows me knows I don't watch movies. Mm-hmm. And so Wendy knows that I have movies on sitting on my shelf that I borrowed from her Five, four or five, four years, or five ago. years ago yeah. that I haven't watched. Because mm-hmm. at some point, the only the ones of those movies that I did watch, you the ones and I that watched we sat down together, and watched together. Because I don't watch movies by myself, and I didn't mm-hmm. then, and I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what you were thinking is that your internet didn't work. Yeah, and I didn't have you, internet. And I think, and you had done some medical thing where you're going to be sedated or had to be. I had strep throat. You were sick. That's what it was. I got sick a lot during you that were sick. time. Yeah. Because I drank all the time. It was mm-hmm. really sad. And I lived yeah. in a basement. <laughs> a sad basement with no internet. No and that's internet. Why you bar- you, that's why you borrowed all yeah. of my DVDs. Yeah. Um, no, and now the DVDs are just sort of symbolic. It's almost funnier if I don't yeah. watch them. Someday I will, though. Someday you'll come over I know. and I'll well, be like. Some of them I'm going to need to be like, I need to take this so I can pre-screen it mm-hmm. so we can watch it for the show at some point. Um, some, um, someday there's you'll a just, vampire movie up yes. there. Someday you'll come over and I'll just hand you that stack of movies and I'll go, here you go. I watched them all. <laughs> And your head, and will, I'm going to quiz you on them because I won't believe you. No, you'll believe me. So, you'll know. There'll be a test, Hannah. Wendy, you know that I am t- honest to fault about my flaws. <laughs> you know that if I was going to lie to you about having watched those movies, mm-hmm. I would have done it by now. Yeah, that's probably true. That would be a that would be a weird long game to just like decide. <laughs> Not only. It would here's here's what it would be. It would be not only did I decide that it is more because it is way more effort to lie to you to about have to, about having seen the movies than it is to just, than see to the just movies. like put the fucking movies on yeah. and halfway pay attention. Yeah, to them. exactly. So it would I would have to decide in that moment that it was more worth it to lie to you <laughs> than it would be to spend like a few hours of my time watching some films. <laughs> I would have to hate watching movies that watching much. Watching some movies that I already told you are good and that I yes. thought you would like them. And that you hi- you recommended um, for me. Yeah. Anyway, that's a tangent. <laughs> this is an episode about Buffy. Yeah. So let's talk about Buffy. Did you have any more any more specific um, comments before we get into our Buffy segments? No. All right. So we've got it's some, a, goof, some Buffy-specific um, segments um, that we have come up with. And um, I'm going to start with the one that's uh, at the top of my list. What was? What do you think was the best monster out of these four episodes? So far, none of the monsters have been all that compelling. Except mm-hmm. the, I guess the master, just because mm-hmm. he's like a big elder vampire. Mm-hmm. None of the monsters, because again, they are just kind of establishing the lore and establishing. Uh-huh. We've only gotten to see a couple of Monster of the Week monsters. Mm-hmm. So the fucked up mom monster was mm-hmm. conceptually way scarier and more fucked up than mm-hmm. the mantis monster. Uh-huh. The mantis monster was in every way terrible and mm-hmm. it also looked bad. Yeah. So it's definitely That's not- also why I think the mantis lady is the best monster cuz man they really tried super hard. Yeah, that's hard. fair. That's they, fair. They definitely made a monster. For I that will episode. say the mantis mm-hmm. lady is the most remarkable monster yes, so far. She's very so remarkable. yes, it's the mantis lady. You're right. <laughs> mhm. It's the hot mantis lady. And when she's not a mantis and she's a lady, yeah. Titties. Titties. As we've said before on yeah. this podcast, or L podcast, titties. titties. 
Um, and then what I have uh, down next for Buffy specific is um, best worst dressed. Do you Ooh. have one? Can you think of one off the top of your head? Uh, Mantis Lady's bangs. I don't know if that counts in that category, but her okay. bangs were really. We could. Bad. I guess we could combine like best worst dressed and best worst hair. Yeah, just so kind she's of best yeah worst looks. Yeah. Um. So best worst hair. Yeah, definitely the Mantis Lady's bangs. They are weird and stiff. Yeah, like, um, looks like she put too much, like, curled them and then put way too much hairspray. The worst. Um, but not in that 90s way that you usually think of. Right. It's just kind of, it looks. It's like she had two pieces of bang and that yeah. was it. Uh, and the rest of her hair was sort of an awkward bob. I yeah. didn't like her hair. Other than that, she was, was really hot. Yeah, she was very pretty. The, um, uh, everything that any of the, the quote unquote musicians who play mm-hmm. at the teenage club. Oh yeah. Is really, I, yeah. At the really beginning bad. of this fourth episode, the lead singer of the band that was in that episode at the bronze was, I, I hated everything about him. He was yeah. like the way, what he was singing, the way he was singing and the way he was acting that with really the microphone. Way. Yeah. The way he was interacting Baby, with the I microphone was very repu- like repugnant to it me. It was yeah, it was like where his lips were yeah. all up on it in that. Yeah, way. I really like his lips were all up on the microphone, and he's like turning his head all uh-huh. weird. Like I didn't like it. Like one he's bit. Teen, teen making out with it's the just microphone. yeah, exactly. It's like shoegaze. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Uh, no. Is <laughs> just the look at your fucking people. shoes. Okay. Those um, yeah. All the music is really. All the live music is really mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, Hannah did air quotes. All the live music. Yeah. Um. I, my best worst dress, I think, is Busty uh, Buffy's Busty. Busty. Hello. <laughs> Whoop, Freudian slip. Um. <laughs> Buffy's uh pastel ensemble from episode three when yeah. you, you were literally like, what is she wearing? Yeah, that was. Pretty and she's wearing bad. like pastel pink shirt and like pastel blue shimmery-ish jeans i think she looks or maybe like- <laughs> in reverse and then she had like a there were like the top had yellow sleeves or something it was very ugly she looks like if easter was a person <laughs> yes <laughs> and the With aesthetic- frosted lipstick <laughs> yes the aesthetic of easter is arguably the worst holiday yeah. aesthetic and it's that's pretty bad something, yeah christmas aesthetic is pretty bad yeah um we're yeah, goths. that was my so that was my For best context, worst. We're goth. Yes, we're goth. <laughs> um, in case you didn't know, this is a goth podcast. This in is case- a podcast by goths. <laughs> by goths, for goths. For goths and for everybody else yeah. too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. fine. <laughs> I guess I guess you don't have to be goth to listen to this podcast. I have a button. I mean, on my goth vest that mm-hmm. I bought at Goth Prom that just says sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> So. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, so we did best worst dress. We did best worst hair. Um, I've also got um, best spook. Do you have a best mm. spook? It's Slim Pickens. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, um, so far, I mean, the uh, headless guy in the freezer, again, this episode mm-hmm. in general, not only because I was paying the most attention, but I also just feel like it's when it's starting to pop off a little mm-hmm. bit in terms of just yeah. that shit insanity. Yes. Um, the dead guy, the headless guy in the freezer was, or fridge or whatever. Locker? Where was the headless guy? I think guy? it was a freezer. 
I think or it was a, fr- a freezer. refrigerator. Yeah, like it was a, in the ca- it was in the cafeteria kitchen, which was which again Cordelia was for some reason opening a freezer in the kitchen. Cordelia, again, the rich, the catty rich girl character. That's what I'm saying is is none of nothing in this episode. Not even from a camp perspective. Yeah, I'm just it's a, just like nothing that what? happens in this episode makes any sense. They invent a character mm-hmm. that not... You know don't. what this sounds like? It's what? like if they had like the, those uh, bots that you just feed a bunch of content <laughs> into. It does. It sounds and like it a, writes bot, you an episode. a bot that wrote a Buffy episode. It, yeah, a bot that traveled, that like sent a Buffy episode script back in time to 1997. I can't wait till Ooh-wee. we... <laughs> I can't wait till we get to the point in the future where we find out that robots have been sending this to the past the whole time <laughs> um that yeah oh, really? they, they invent a whole character that giles has like a personal relationship <laughs> with that he has to call in england and mm-hmm. he's calling them in like in the afternoon so it is the middle of the fucking night <laughs> in england and this guy's in a, an insane asylum and he yeah. has to call this guy who again he's some dear friends and colleagues with mm-hmm. to find an answer about who has some like like almost offensively British name. Yes, it's like Cornwall Blythe Smith or yeah. something. <laughs> it's 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 like Clause yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like his name is like Benedict Cumberbatch or something yeah. outrageous it's like, like Crosby that. Crosby Bingham. No, it's really <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the character's name. He has a very British name. And he's a professor. Yeah. Former professor. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Nice, nice Benedict anyway. Cumberbatch dig. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I hate Benedict Cumberbatch. That's the joke. Um, don't yes. at me. Um, he looks like a peanut. I don't hate. I don't. Yes, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we know this to be true. Yeah. I don't hate his acting. I just, I'm re- somehow, something about him is just repellent to me. And therefore, the fact that everybody's obsessed with him is all, like, makes him even more repellent to me. I don't know why. I'm sure he's a perfectly lovely individual. I bet he's not. Um, he's but a, he's I'm a just, big, listen, tall English listen, white guy. I'm just covering my ass here. I, what, I, whatever. <laughs> Who's going to um, come after us? The super hula <laughs> fandom? They don't have power anymore, Wendy. It's anyway, 2019. Anyway, Hannah, my best spook, I think, was the... Um, in the episode three, witch with the, uh-huh. the uh, witch, the crazy mom switches bodies with her daughter um, to yeah, fulfill yeah. her cheerleading dreams. Um, the mom, the mom gets tr- ends up getting trapped in her own like cheerleading trophy, oh, and yeah. the eyes are like looking around. Oh, like, crazy. I blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> I remember that now. That was yeah. fucked up, and that I was, hated it. That was my best. Spook. <laughs> yeah, I know you're right. That's the right mm-hmm. answer to that question. Mm-hmm. I forgot. And then it's all entirely subjective. So no, there's a correct answer. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) that's it. My one suggestion for this sec. (laughs) What is happening to me? (laughs) It's like I've never done this before. So I wanted to do my sego that I brought to the table today is called Mm most '90s moment because Buffy is a. Font of just like nineties, mm-hmm. yeah. The it's, whole, yeah. It's very, very nineties. Yeah, the very existence of this teen mm-hmm. club with a soda bar mm-hmm. in and of itself is yes. It's Chef's Kiss. It's extremely nineties. Yeah. Um, back when kids could just go places. <laughs> yeah, alone. they could just go places, um, and there just was like a hip teen club with a soda bar. Mm-hmm. Um, crap. What was, what was I going to say? 
Oh, yeah. Some some 90s shows age better than others. Like the X-Files, like every once in a while, though, there'll be a, uh, an episode that feels very 90s just because they'll be saying stuff like, where's the computer tape? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, but otherwise, like X-Files, it's like it's just feels a lot of the time like a show that is just taking place in the 90s, yeah. not necessarily like a very 90s show. Yeah, totally. Um, because like it's like the main characters work for the government and how different is that really over the decades? So it's also just like really, really, Mm -hmm. I think this is very similar to me. I mean, like twin peaks is like the more serious X files. Yeah. But twin peaks is kind of similar. Twin peaks is different though. Like, yeah, like the X files is more monster of the week. It is totally. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying as a show that is like a very, I think for similar reasons, these Mm -hmm. two hold up because they are such like, well-made sci-fi that mm-hmm. it's it's kind of timeless to uh-huh. a degree because yeah. the things that they talk about on those shows are eternal enough things where like mm-hmm. vampires are obviously eternal but Buffy yeah, is but so like the the quippy late 90s whedonisms and like pop culture references yeah are um they don't like they're just they're so specifically 1997 yes, yeah. well, and the yeah. hair and the outfits are so 1997 mm-hmm. it's just unreal I think sometimes comedy tends to feel more dated in that way because I think you're it right. is more of its time mm-hmm. in that way I think you're right I never really thought about that specifically but that makes a lot of sense um, I hadn't thought about that until this very moment. Anyway, so most '90s moment. Are we in agreement? Or oh yeah, when the they try to play the the mini the tape on the Walkman yeah. and it's on the wrong <laughs> it's on the side. wrong side. She's <laughs> got like a mi- little mini cassette, yeah. and it's just Giles talking about some sh- like random boring library. Organization. <laughs> It's like just Giles talking about something totally pedestrian relative to his like cover job, yeah. basically. And then Buffy's just like, Giles! And it's like this huge dramatic lead up. She's like, where she's trying to be like, I know what happens to your nervous system when you hear this. And then it's just like, it's like, and, then <laughs> and the organization of the album. Yeah. And then Giles is there for some reason. Again, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, it's on it's this very dramatic moment where he's like, the tape's on the wrong side. And yeah. it's very, mm-hmm. it's very 1990s. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely, I think, the most 90s moment. Other than, all... again, all of the live music performances. Yeah. And the theme song. Yes. The opening, the opening credits are also the, like, quite 90s. The, red yeah. theme song. Angel has a much better opening theme. Good. It's all like, it has, like, moody cello music. I love moody cello um, music. Hi, so, um, There's a cat here. There she is. Uh, hi, Tori. There she goes. Tori, what do you think about Buffy episodes one through four? Fascinating, Tori. So, um... (laughs) Tori, Wendy asked you a question. You're being very mm -hmm. rude. It's okay. She doesn't speak English. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I guess that brings us to our our ultimate uh, Buffy segment, I think, which is uh, best one-liner. What did... I laughed so hard when somebody... Was it when when Buffy killed Chop... Slicey Chop Man? Slicey Chop Man? Yeah, Slicey Chop oh, Claw Man. Oh, uh-huh, Claw Man. What did uh. she say? Oh, God, what did she say? It would have been really helpful if I'd written down the one-liner. I know I know what you said, which is you said Chekhov's picket fence. 
And I said it was, yeah, and it was Chekhov's, um, and I said it was Chekhov's claw-handed vampire man. It's like, I I knew they were going to use that (laughs) claw-handed vampire man to locate the real monster. You never, you, (laughs) they do it every time, and yet it's always a surprise. (laughs) And it's Chekhov's, Chekhov's claw man, if, if. Chekhov's gun if the gun just never came up again. Yeah. Well, if the gun were used not to shoot something, but for some other obtuse purpose. Yeah, that then it's like was they no used reason. the gun was used for something that you would that no reasonable person would ever you use a use gun, gun for. The then it would be then it would be Chekhov's claw vampire claw man. Yes. Um, um I should have written down. Say? Oh later. crap. Yeah. Did I don't. you write me down? I wrote one down, not okay, from cool. this episode, though. My That's favorite, fine. my best one-liner um, from these episodes is um, in episode three, when, uh, so Buffy's been poisoned by the witch monster. Poisoned or cursed, or maybe both? Cursed. She's been cursed. Cursed by Yeah, the witch she's monster. been cursed by the witch monster, and to she's going to die. She gets really sick. Um, they have to, like, undo all her spells, and she's, like, all, like basically, like, at the verge of death, like, dragging her feet and everything, and then they successfully reverse the spells, and then the witch mom starts attacking somebody, maybe the daughter. She attacks somebody. Anyway, obviously it was not all that memorable. No. But what is memorable is that she turns around and Buffy's standing right there. And Buffy says, guess what? And the witch mom is like, what? And she says, I feel better now. And then oh, kicks yeah. her into the door. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That was the best one-liner from That's this very match before. good. It's um, very, too, it's very clear to me that they had no budget for a fight choreographer mm-hmm. in the first season of yeah. this show. It's the fight. Oh, it's, it's very cringy. Yeah. And for me, for whom cop shows are ruined by knowing real martial arts... Because stage combat looks nothing like real fighting. Yes. Well, it's it's not it's not no. meant to. It's most no. meant to suspend your disbelief. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking as a person who doesn't know anything about martial arts, but knows Does a know decent amount combat. about stage combat. That mm-hmm. there isn't. It's bad in Buffy. It's yeah. non-existent. It's stage combat done by people who have no idea how to do stage combat, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny to watch. It's inter- eternally funny to watch bad stage combat for me. I loved bad stage combat. Um, yeah. Well, I guess I I feel like inspired to bring in one of our normal segments and not, not just specifically for these episodes, but as something that we should continually update our answer to as we watch the series. Hannah, Mm. so far, Mm. who's the hottest? That one substitute teacher, minus her bangs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's the only person who's been on screen who I thought was attractive. Mm-hmm. This whole time. What's your answer? Angel. Yeah. 100%. I knew that. Da- like the second, the Boreanaz. first second. Yeah, David Boreanaz. The first time I saw him in this show, like I think my jaw hit the floor. And, and I was I- just like, who is that? Like I didn't even know notice what a tool he was. <laughs> <laughs> because I was so di- distracted by how beautiful David Boreanaz is. And so. I just like I I mean I know I, re- I recognize him speaking as a lesbian, but mm-hmm. also I just don't see it. I mean, tweets are that's own. fine. Tweets are on. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. But that is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I I'm a Buffy Angel girl. I mean, not really. I just really like Angel a whole <laughs> yeah, lot. <fair. laughs> I just really really fair. like Bo- David Boreanaz a whole lot. Well, um, I'm excited to go on yeah. this Boreanaz journey with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
really what this is. It's just an excuse for me to watch TV that David Boreanaz is in. I mean, Next, we're going to watch Bones. I've never things. seen Bones. I've I don't, never, I've never seen, seen anything either. else that he's been in. My grandma used to love um, Bones. But um, he looks exactly the same uh-huh. in literally everything. Is he a real vampire? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you can't prove he's not. I was so. about to say, prove he isn't. Yeah. Have you ever seen... Have you ever seen David Boreanaz out in daylight? Have you ever seen David Boreanaz out in daylight? And have you ever seen David Boreanaz and a vampire in the same room at the same time? That's all I'm saying. (laughs) All right. Let's wrap this bad boy up, Yeah, let's wrap this bad buffy boy. This bad buffy boy. Bad buffy buffy boy boy. up. Buff boy? This buff boy. Let's wrap this buff boy. Wrap fuck. (laughs) Anyway, we're no exit. This has been us. I've Mm -hmm. been Hannah. Did we say our names at the top? No. No. Anyway, I've been Hannah. <laughs> and I've been Wendy. And my pronouns have been she, her, hers. My pronouns have also been she, her, hers. And you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at No Exit Podcast. You can email us your thoughts about Buffy, which I'm positive that you have mm-hmm. if you're listening to this. Please, we really want to know what you think about uh-huh. Buffy. Um, we'd love to know what you think about any of the movies we've watched, and we'd love to hear your real-life scary or spooky stories. Mm-hmm. And whatever else, and that's at noexitpodcast.gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can check out uh, the other shows on the Stick Poke Prod Network, shows like If It's Gay We Play. It's a show excuse me, I host uh, with Kai, who's often on this podcast, about video games. And it is, uh, there is another podcast. It's called By the Grace of Pod. Hot! And it's just about goofs, mostly. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all the things. I almost yeah. started to say the outro from my other podcast. Oh, oh yeah. That's wrong. Sure. But that's that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, so that concludes our very first Buffy-sode. Um, let us know if you liked it. Keep on <laughs> keeping on. Keep on keeping on. And don't turn out the lights. Goodbye. Goodbye.